Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, there are reports this week that Fine Gael and the Greens are on a collision course over one-off housing, which obviously is particularly an issue in rural parts of Limerick. Uh, the Green Party is opposed to building large numbers of one-off rural houses. Uh, but Junior Housing Minister Peter Burke of Fine Gael told a meeting of Mochran Affirma this week that there are, there are no plans to restrict the number of one-off houses, a subject that has caused quite a row in County Limerick, councillors earlier this year, many of them expressing anger at proposals to effectively ban the building of one-off homes in this part of the world. So let's hear from some of the principals involved here. Councillor John Sheehan from Fine Gael is with us. We also have uh, Brian Ledden, who is TD for the Green Party in Limerick City. And you're both very welcome. We'll hear from others as well. Um, Brian, what exactly is the Green Party position on this? Uh, morning, Joe, and uh, morning, Councillor Zegan, and um, uh, and uh, hello to all the listeners. Uh, the position is the same position the Green Party has had for a number of decades: is that we need to develop strong towns and villages to revive uh, rural Ireland, and that one-off housing <coughs> actively works against that. That's essentially the, the position. Now we are um, our position currently is very much building upon the national planning framework, which was a document, uh, uh, statutory document published by Fine Gael in the last government, which is really all about uh, consolidating populations as best we can in towns and villages and and cities as well, um, so that they can become economically, socially, and environmentally sustainable. And and so I don't think we're so far apart from Fine Gael on this, to be honest, Joe. And what about the young couple who may be connected to families in rural parts of Limerick and they want to use some farmland to build their forever home? I think if somebody is is working that land, uh, like that's a very important, uh, you know, they're playing a very important role in society and then uh, we certainly wouldn't have an objection to that. But the, the issue is when somebody builds uh, on, say, family land, but then works 30 or 40 kilometres away and is driving to and fro, uh, perhaps even a number of times each day. That's where the problem really is. But it's not, um, you know, farmers obviously need to have a presence on the land, need to work it, uh, and we don't have any objections to that. Councillor John Sheehan of Fine Gael, this is particularly acute in Limerick because you're looking at uh, the development plan that will take us through most of this decade. Uh, good morning, Joe. Good morning, Deputy and listeners. Yeah, uh, we are currently in that process. And just to remind the public that it's out in public consultation uh, at the moment, uh, a very robust document, Joe, um, document that the council has put a lot of work in and on the Pacific issue of the one-off rural house. We they took a lot of time for us to get our wording right that we were happy with and we hope that what we have sent, what we put out to the public is um, is robust and will, will satisfy the need for the rural people in uh, Limerick County uh, going forward for the next six years. Okay, will now, we just briefly and simply explain what the position is in the draft plan? Well, the position in the draft, uh, in the draft plan, and you see, I suppose, uh, Joe, what, what, we, what we don't ever seem to do when we're having this conversation is define what's rural. 
because uh, just Brian there now listening to him and and he's right. We have to beef up our towns and uh, villages, but nobody has ever really defined to me what the what the rural mean in the in the national planning framework that we're talking about towns are large towns of ten thousand persons around are under. Um, previously, it was fifteen hundred people are under. Uh, so we'll I. The debate really here, Joe, from my um, looking at it, is the people are concerned about what's going to happen to one-off rural house in the open countryside, which is part of rural Ireland. You then have your small towns and your small villages, then you have your towns. So we need to define what we're going to do with each of those. And if and we have inserted in the, in the draft plan that's out at the moment that you can uh, build your house under economic, social, or locally exceptional need. And we have defined in that the social needs, uh, which include family members on, uh, on their own lands at home that have a direct link uh, to the area where they were born and bred. Okay. So, uh, Brian Ledden, that sounds like a slightly um, wider exception then the Greens are comfortable with because you're saying it's a question of somebody directly working the farm that would allow a one-off house. Yeah, I think, I mean, for us that makes much more sense. If if it's a case that somebody is working in a town or city, uh, it doesn't make sense for them to be living in a one-off house so far away from it and, and as I said, driving uh, to and fro. The the issue here, Joe and Councillor Sheehan, is um, that... One-off housing does pull against the vitality of towns and villages. Uh, just this morning, I was reading in the, in the Irish Times, actually, the vacancy rate in uh, in Limerick City and County uh, is 16.2%, uh, and that's uh, well above the national average. But it, it's certainly the highest in Munster, and Newcastle West and, and Abbey Field are at 22% and, and 21.4 or 20.4%. Uh, which is among the top 15 uh, highest vacancy rates in the country. A vacancy and rate in, in what context do you mean vacancy? That's commercial vacancy. Ah, and commercial. What happens with, okay. Yeah, what happens with one-off housing is people who live in one-off housing uh, tend not to uh, go to the, the nearest village or town. Uh, they, they tend to go to the bigger one, which is further away for their uh, for their groceries, for their services, and so on. So there's a link between one-off housing, a very, very strong link between one-off housing and the decline of rural villages and towns, the closure of post offices, of schools, of sports clubs, and so on. Uh, and this, you know, this is the real cost of uh, one-off housing, and notwithstanding the very direct costs as well, and you know, related to infrastructure and services and so on. Right. So, 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 yeah. so is, is Deputy Leiden telling me that the people who have free choice, whether they shop at Tesco, Aldi, or Lidl, in any main town or city, that that they have a free choice, whether they're going to that shop or going to their local um, convenience store or whatever in that in their town or village, are they t- is he telling me that, that because they live in a one-off rural house, that's why they're going to um, Aldi, Lidl, Tesco, and Super Value? So that's the reason they're going there. It's because they're, they're, yeah. they're, getting, they're getting better value and, and they're rearing big family. They're to rear their family and so on and so forth. Like, the, the issue here, Joe, is, and it's simple, and it has been the issue since I joined the council in 2004, is we have all the draft plans. We have the national planning framework. We have the national spatial strategy before that. We have all the regional plans. We now have the recess document. We have all these lovely Bibles of planning. 
but there is nothing following them in investment hydrine or holy. The town of Glen, where I, where I live, um, the wastewater is flowing directly out into the into the Shannon Estuary, the biggest the basic the, busy, the biggest septic tank in the country, I'd say. And there is no mention in any of these debates, hydrine or holy, or in the manifesto of the Green Party or, or others, and I'm not going to uh, single out the Green Party, of how they're going to tackle the investment in wastewater uh, treatment. And that's where the problem lies. And if, if, if Brian and the Green Party could, and, and with Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil and whomever else, could sort that issue tomorrow morning, we could then look at a planning framework because we're offering... The person that lives in the countryside, who's born in the countryside at the moment, who, who lives there, who will be looking to build a house there in the next maybe 20 or 25 years, we might have options for those people in time to come that they could move to their local village and town um, because we have proper wastewater treatment and so on and so forth, right. proper water supply. And, Joe, things have moved with COVID as well. And we're talking about investing in electric cars, so what's the difference if, you're, if your electric car is such a carbon-friendly um, vehicle? What, do, what, what does it matter if you have to drive to Limerick City from Glynn for, for work? Okay, so, uh, well, I, I, I want to give Brian a chance to respond to that. We're talking to Councillor John Sheehan, a Fine Gael member of Limerick City and County Council, and Brian Ledden, Limerick City, Green TD. Uh, I mean, what about those observations um, that John has made? Yeah, I uh, would absolutely agree with John um, on the wastewater treatment. We do need uh, modern um, wastewater treatment in our towns and our villages. That is absolutely correct. And uh, I would certainly support that. And the Green Party would certainly support um, wastewater treatment for the likes of Askeaton, which has been crying out for for a long time. And, And the lack of that infrastructure means that we can't actually consolidate um, residential development uh, and population growth in places like that. So I would absolutely agree with Councillor Sheehan. We need to do that. It, because we don't have that, the answer isn't one-off housing. I'll just say that, you know, because with one-off housing, obviously every house has its own septic tank and there's huge problems, as you know, with those. Uh, on the electric vehicle, the uh, 50% of the emissions uh, from electric vehicles aren't from the, the tailpipe, so they're, they're not greenhouse gases, we'll say they're due to uh, brake dust uh, and, and other emissions associated with the electric vehicles. So they don't, like, you still have a very serious emissions problem with electric vehicles, just to point that out for counter scene. But the other thing is with, um, if you're relying on a one-off housing model, you know, with, say, electric vehicles in the future, you're just going to have towns and villages that are clogged with traffic and nobody wants to live in those towns and villages. It makes far more sense to make the towns and the villages attractive and appealing places to live um, with amenities, with with critical infrastructure such as the wastewater infrastructure, but with amenities like playgrounds and schools and sports clubs and and so on, uh, so that people uh, have that choice uh, to live in in towns and villages. And I think that is the better future for Ireland. the two of you to stay with me. I want to chat to Sean Lavery from the IFA as well and uh, directly after the break we will hear from uh, some Limerick listeners on the streets to see what they think of all of this. Uh, But uh, one thing that I'd say we might all agree on is Eleanor, who's a Cork woman living in County Limerick, says Joe, this is the exact text we received to 0861239595 by the way. This is the Cork woman with the really bad spelling. I text you uh, Monday morning 
morning through my tears like the River Lee. So that's my excuse anyway. I'll continue to sing that catchy Limerick song though. Limerick till we die, hold your glass, hold your head up high. A great win for Limerick. You hammered us, fair and square, says Eleanor. <laughs> No, those disagree with that one. Well, I'm originally from the country, so in the countryside, it's it's generally quite an important way of building. So it's it's very different to the the city or the town environment. So I'd be definitely pro, but within you know certain restrictions and whatever else. Yeah. So what do you think of suppose of the the argument against one of housing? You can definitely understand the argument against it in terms of resources and you know having combined resources around transport and water and waste treatment and that kind of stuff but I think for agricultural society it's absolutely necessary in limited circumstances but on a mass scale where you have one-off housing surrounding a city like Limerick for example then no I don't think that's sustainable I think when you when you look at the the city centre and if you take Limerick for example there are fewer and fewer people living in the city and more and more people living on the outskirts so the outskirts are expanding into not even an extension of the city because there are no facilities out there but I think cities could go back to becoming cities where the city centre is busy and Limerick's a really good example after six o'clock you see no families you see no person over 30 maybe walking the streets and it's, it's very noticeable so I think making the city a more attractive place to live and more accessible to live would, would definitely help. I think they should be allowed to build if they have their own land they definitely should be allowed to build why not you know what are we doing what kind of society do we need why does everything have to happen in cities or towns why can't they build on their own land I can't see that it doesn't make any sense to me. What if it's not their own land let's say they didn't inherit it and they went and they bought their own plot or whatever is that okay? Yeah that's okay that's what I did myself you know I see nothing wrong with that why shouldn't people live where they want to live okay it might put an extra charge I suppose maybe with servicing and so on you know but if that's where they want to live maybe it's a lot better than living in cities isn't it? Well I'm not sure it's a great idea I think there should be more housing in urban areas or in villages or towns I think one-off housing doesn't have the amenities and resources I mean there's nothing wrong with one-off housing on its own but it's when there is too much of it you know I guess sustainability and kind of the bigger picture for society having public transport obviously some people have a reason to be in the countryside if they live in a farm and that's a different matter but there aren't that many people who are farmers these days but you know I understand why some people would like that but I think we have to think about bigger picture stuff these days I think that housing should be built in urban settlements it should be built together as a rule unless someone has a reason to be in the country in in a one-off housing I mean we have had a lot of it then you get ribbon development get more cars on the road we have uh, emissions to bring down you know so you can have a lovely life in a town or a, or a or a village, you know. So do you think from an economic and maybe a more green standpoint, yeah, be against it? I would be from a green standpoint, exactly. So there you go, uh, people in Limerick chatting to our own Katie Flannery and some very interesting views on this uh, dilemma around one-off housing uh, versus uh, what we're all concerned about, whether you're in rural or urban areas, and that's climate change and uh, the recent UN report that was so stark on all of that. Uh, we've been chatting to Councillor John Sheehan of Fine Gael and Green TD in Limerick, Brian Ledden, and Sean Lavery of the Irish Farmers Association is also on the line. Good morning to you, Sean. You've been listening to the debate. Um, where do you come down? Uh, thanks, Joe. Yes, I've been uh, listening away there, and um, I'm happy to support uh, Councillor Sheehan and uh, Deputy Leiden support the idea of far- of farmers uh, building on farmland. 
because I needn't tell you that it's essential that farmers um, uh, need to look after their livestock in the springtime and during the summer. And so it's essential that, that we continue to support farmers building building houses on their, on their farmland. You know, as generations change and they modernise, I think it's absolutely essential that we, that we support that. Um, can, can I just um, interject for one moment? Because I think Sharon has WhatsApped us, 0861239595. And whichever side you're on on this one, she kind of comes to the nub of where the point of contention is. She says, I will never live in a city dwelling. I've lived in rural Ireland all my life. No one else will tell me where I can or can't live. I work in Limerick City. I drive home to Palace Kenry. Are people saying I should be forced to live in the city? You're asking... I'm pro- probably asking question. all three of you, but you tell me yeah. what you think first, Sean. Well, what I think, Joe, is Ireland is largely a rural society and uh, people have an affinity to living in, in rural areas. And when they have a choice, like that girl, Lady Sharon there, um, she has a preference to continue to live in Palace Kenry. And uh, it's people like that that keep that community vibrant. They keep the schools operating. They keep, you know, the local clubs and societies operating. And it creates a vibrancy. So it's essential that we have a population in those rural areas. And rural one-off housing is part and parcel of that as well. So it's absolutely essential that we continue to support uh, rural one-off housing. Now... I, I want to give Brian Ledden the opportunity just to answer Sharon directly. Uh, <clears throat> uh, nobody is talking about forcing people to, to live anywhere, but it, it is about using the planning system uh, to incentivise uh, better settlement patterns for society as a whole. Uh, and as I said, like you know, Sharon, Sharon can't imagine living in an urban centre. Um, I think, did she say city or did she say village or town? But... Um, you know, the, the, the towns and villages of rural Limerick and rural Ireland uh, are being undermined by one-off housing. That That is a fact. So one-off housing is actually causing a, a decline of the vitality of rural Ireland, and that's what we're trying to address here. But it isn't about forcing anybody to live anywhere, but it's about putting the right incentives in place and encouraging um, people to uh, live in towns and villages, make places like... Um, Palace Henry and Glynn and and Abbey Field and Askeaton attractive and appealing places to live such that listeners like Sharon would say, well, actually, that is a place where she would like to live uh, rather than coming out with a very strong statement, which is that she would never, ever, ever live um, in such a place. Right. Uh, And Councillor John Sheehan, I mean, I know when I was on my holidays myself up and down the Wild Atlantic Way earlier in the summer, I mean, every corner you turned, there was another massive, often monstrously ugly Celtic tiger relic of a house where you would wonder how many people are living in there? How big do houses have to be? And many of them were one off. Now, my green-eyed jealousy aside, doesn't Brian Lytton have a point about that? In relation to the size of the house? Well, not just the size of the house, but the fact that they're all strewn across the country. Well, um, you, you know, that's that's what has happened probably in the past, um, um, Joe, but I think there's an awful lot of um, planning has brought, um, well, we, I know in Limerick, um, in Limerick City and County, you know, you, you won't get exactly what you want if you want to bungalow bliss or want to plonk 
uh, for uh, the likes of the Taj Mahal or South Fox on a site tomorrow morning in, in our planning department, you won't get your way to put the, the monstrosity there unless it is properly assimilated and suitable and suited suitable to the site. So I think that we have moved on in Limerick from that. I hope we have anyway, but we've moved on from Limerick in that. Now that's that's the past. We have to talk about what we're going to do with the future of Ireland. And come back to Shadon's point, we'll say as such. But the bit we miss in Ireland is that we are a nation and we are a country of scattered settlements. There's only one other place in the European Union that has something similar to us, and that's in the Flemish community in Belgium. It's a smaller scale than ours, where people live in the open countryside. Now, that's there since, unfortunately, the famine times when we were cast to the ditches on the sides of the road. But, like, we're, we're talking about preservation of stuff from Europe every day of the week. But, like, why can't we preserve a unique type of scattered settlement? And now, I... Again, I come back to the point is we need the conversation on the one-off rural house versus supporting the town and village, as Brian uh, Ledden speaks. We have put into our document in the city and county development plan, we've put in uh, tier six uh, settlements, which basically from your crossroads, whether it's either a pub or a shop or a church or whatever, that you could develop those in, in, in um, into little um, communities as well. But the but again, Joe, is the investment into the water structures, the water investment and the wastewater investment is the big elephant in the room. And if you read any of the manifestos that were put out in the last um, general election from 2020, everyone spoke about housing, everyone spoke about the need and the right for, uh, that it should be a right and put it into the constitution that people have a right to housing. But nobody has mentioned, nobody in any of those manifestos mentioned how they're going to tackle the wastewater problem in Ireland. All right. Well, listen, thank you all very much. Um, obviously, it's an ongoing debate. We'd like to hear from you as well. A WhatsApp or text 0861239595. On which side do you come down? And regardless of your age, but particularly if you're younger and you're thinking about where you're going to put your long-term home, uh, it is a big issue for you. Um, thank you to Councillor John Sheehan from Fine Gael on the Council, a Green Party TD uh, for Limerick, uh, Brian Ledden. And thank you also to Sean Lavery of the IFA. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.